Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 673. And today we're going to be diving into the gift of Gene Key 39, which is dynamism. And we've been looking into this Gene Key, the movement from this exertion of energy that doesn't go anywhere, that it's constantly a chip on the shoulder. It's constantly pushing and being pushed by life, being uh, feeling trapped or just exploding, exploding, exploding and any opportunity. But there is no true energy there. Is um, True energy comes from God. We do have a certain amount of chi if you want ourselves, but that goes away if we are not properly channeling. And that's what this uh, gift is all about, channeling energy. And it is uh, literally about labels. We grow up to name things. And we begin to be enslaved by the names of the things that we give to everything. Or that we're given, are given to us. And so now we are on boxes. The more boxes we keep, you know, we grow to be... Uh, Encaged in the more our energy sequestered, and so dynamism is this ability of tapping to our own creativity and become a dancer, a dancer just like a child that is awake, that is alive, that it's playing because the child knows, knows this is true knowledge that this life is a game. That's why all children play. When they are indoctrinated into our cult, because this is what modern civilization is, it's a cult, a, a system based on, uh, on self-betrayal, um, they lose that energy, that it's unextinguishable. And the death hormone be begins to set in somewhere when uh, puberty sets in. And now, how are they going to continue through their children? That is, uh, you know, kind of like the setting of this reality, right? Reproduce in order to have another generation that can carry that genome that eventually will get it. And, and that's why we're still here, because we have um, progeny. And we are the progeny of people that have tried to do it. And uh, they have succeeded maybe a little bit in something and maybe not so much in other things. But uh, we have all of that encoded information in the DNA. So when the child begins to fall for the lie of the world, begins to lose the energy. And, uh, um, you know, it, this should be... Um, and a proper raising of a child. A child should not be raised by people. It should be raised by nature. And with the guidance of, of you know, of, 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 of somebody who understands nature. And understands freedom. And understands energy. You know, in, in many ways we're, you know, most people are children raising children. And, and the worst kind of children raising the best kinds of children that end up 
turning into the worst kind of children. And what I mean by that is children that have just arrived here, they know. They know what this life is about. We don't. We're now people like you and I, we're, we're learning gradually and painfully how to return to our source, to our origin. But most of this civilization has absolutely no idea what life is about. This life is not about achieving anything. It's not about reaching anywhere. It's about expression. It's about honesty, self-honesty. And discovering the strength and the resources within ourselves to uh, navigate through the obstacles, obstructions in reality, the changes of life. And become and let that change transmute us, change us into something more uh, knowledgeable of life. And that knowledge goes into the DNA. So this whole uh, gift is, a tr is what happens when provocation is uh, it's expressed with an open heart. It's that energy, that active energy that's provocative. That's, uh, because it's definitely not the, the repressive nature. So we have the repressive nature. Is, is, it, that's the, we talked about those yesterday. That's, there's nothing happening there. It needs to get out of there. Now, the, the, the reactive nature is the angry expression of the fear. Because the heart is closed and there's still an outer world. But when we become that provocative with an open heart, what does that mean? Right? That is the contemplation. What is to be provocative with an open heart? Provocative with love in our heart. And this is, this is pure raw energy. This is what children are. They are your fire. They are lightning. They are, they are provocative. They are, they are pushing boundaries on, on all directions. They are... They're exploring, they're expanding, they're expressing. They have no um, self-judgment. Uh, you know, underneath uh, everything, there's always the sacred wound, but the energy is so powerful and so vibrant and vital, right, that that, that sacred wound hasn't really come to the surface. There's so much energy and then there's just pure energy. And then creativity kicks in and the games and the play that, that they experience keeps becoming more and more expansive in their perspective, in their understanding, in their view, in their perspective, point of observation of reality. They keep downloading more creativity for that specific uh, point that they're observing. Now, I'm not saying that we should just continue to have that same expression as we grow old. What I'm saying is grow into becoming, allowing that energy to uh, naturally unfold our inner genius. That is not, uh, um, hasn't bowed to the, to the, to the um, uh, wheels of the system in order to become a part of something else. But we are our unique self-expression. And, and that's when our genius comes out. And we get to have that dynamism again. Because now we're expressing that shadow, that darkness, that power. The darkness is our power, right? But with love. 
And so the, the third seal opens, the solar plexus ganglia gets activated, the kundalini rises to the fourth seal. And the moment we open the fourth seal, we, we cross the bridge into the higher uh, bodies. And now we are broadcasting. When we learn how to open the fifth seal, now we're going to be broadcasting that signal. And that is the path. The path is from the heart, the fourth seal open. The path actually begins when the third seal opens. And it's passing through the closed fourth seal to open the fourth seal to the fifth seal to open the fifth seal. And that's the entire gift. The path, right? The path of dynamism, the path of, of whatever jinky, right? And ultimately now, once the fifth seal is open, at that point, we're ready. We're ready for, for God to whenever, you know, whenever time is right, whenever the time is right for God to show us this city. But we have to f experience this path of fulfillment that comes of ex by expressing the shadow with love, becoming our shadows and, and, and expressing them with love. And so you get this, uh, you know, this this uh, higher octave. We have this loop in the shadow from provocation to struggle to struggle to provocation. We raise the frequency to the gift, raise that kundalini, and now we're going dynamism to perseverance and perseverance to dynamism. Perseverance is going to be needing that massive energy and creativity. And that massive energy and cre creativity is going to be supported by that perseverance. What do we have now? We have a dynamo there. Uh, we have a source of energy. These people are literally batteries and, and, and full of life, right? Because they're in alignment with their truth, with their what they love. They can listen to the song of their heart and they're listening to where it's leading them. They're being, they're pushing, they're being pushed forward and they can't help but just ride that thing because they're, the child within has awakened. But it's now mature, it has information, it has experience and it's open. And this is the path of dynamism. And so we're going to be diving into that today. But if you are new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about here, you want to go to... Um, Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv, that's the homepage of the podcast. And there you uh, you will see a menu at the bottom that says, uh, um, it's, a, it's a black menu, has five links. One of them says Jinkies. And that will, if you click on that one, that will take you to episode 256. And, and you can listen to the episode to uh, understand what we're doing here. <clears throat> we're learning how to reclaim our power. How to become energized with the unlimited source of energy that is God, that is the universe or the multiverse, if you will, when we learn how to click that, that, that um, dial within ourselves that balances, that equalizes our polarity, our polarized lower frequencies. When we learn how to integrate the shadow and, and it's, a, it's, a, it's an art, right? We need to look into the unconscious. We need to find these this entry points, rescue these this parts of ourselves, bring them into the heart and start expressing them. 
and start having a conversation with God. What does this mean? A contemplation. What does this mean? What does this mean? How can I express this with love? The equation is very simple. You look at the shadow. And then you, you need to understand what that shadow is in your life. You need to become aware of it. That is the hard part. Because we're so unaware of our unconscious. When we become aware of that becomes not necessarily the easy part. But it becomes easier. It starts down, you know, it starts becoming downhill from that one. And uh, in, in, a, in a downhill in a well, like in a sliding way, not in like downhill like spiraling, you know, like in, in a good way, in like, we become aware, we take responsibility for our shadow. This is who we are. We are this stuff that we don't want to be because it's heavy. And it is only heavy because we believe that we're alone. That we're separated, that God is not sor sourcing us with information and with love and with energy. Because we believe that the other person is outside of us because we're afraid of what they're going to think or we're afraid that they're, we're going to be rejected. We have all of these mountains of garbage on top of, on top of, on top layers of bullshit. And so it's a work. It's a work to, to do this cleaning up of our attention because that's ultimately what we're here to do. Clean our ability to become present with absolute point of attention and, and, and not only positioning the point of attention, but positioning the point of attention in the mystery, positioning the point of attention, our will, our intent is on that attention in a very specific place that is abstract. And that is how we activate this bio machine to become a, a spaceship. Uh, what we call the Homo Sanctus, that the Merkaba. We begin activating that. But before we can even get to that, because that's ultimately where we're going, we need to have the source of energy. Without energy, we ain't going anywhere. And our energy is leaking in the unconscious. So on that page, on episode 256, you would you can listen to the podcast and then you can download this link called, uh, it says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. When you click on that link, that will take you to the Jinkies website. You click on that uh, website and um, on that page, on that link, and then you uh, it will take you to that page where you can download your map. This is the map, it's called Hologenetic Profile, that we're using to pinpoint our unconscious jinkies, our unconscious attitudes, our unconscious misunderstandings of reality, our unconscious shadows. And these are blind spots from which we're leaking energy. And, uh, and this stuff is creating reality because it's, it's electromagnetic. It's in the unconscious and it's, it's, it's attracting stuff into our lives and we can't fucking possibly understand why. We're like, why does this shit keep happening? I'm not thinking about it. I'm not asking for it. And it keeps coming. Why? Because we have attention in the unconscious that's attracting that stuff. But with this map, and this map is only the beginning. This is just the entry point, the hall of the house. It has 11 jinkies. And uh, it's going to give you the, the, the hints, right? This, this, all of this stuff is just hints. When you understand what this shadow means and become aware of it, then you take responsibility for it. It's nobody's fault that you have this stuff. This is your power. And then we reclaim it and say, this is mine. Bring it into the heart. And then the contemplation at that point is, 
How can I express this darkness with love? This shadow with love. And that is the path of the gift. And then that, that, that point is the conversation, constant conversation with God. We've got a relationship with God. There's no longer an intermediary. You can still have your religion or, or tradition or whatever. But ultimately, you know, the shaman or the priest or the whoever, it's going to come to the side or the guru or the master. You know, there has to move aside and you have to have your own relationship with God or the universe or great spirit or whatever you want to call it. Jesus, it doesn't matter. Right. You have your own relationship with God. And then and then this is the contemplation work. And it's all love. It's all love. Whatever experience that you have, it's always the question for because it's gonna it's gonna hurt. You know who's gonna hurt? Not you, your personality. The one has things that it knows what life is about and what it's supposed to do and all that bullshit. The personality that knows everything, but it doesn't know anything. That's the one who's going to get hurt because it's going to be shown that the, the world is something else, not what it's trying to put in boxes. And so the world comes to you. Your experiences come to you. They need to pass through your emotional body because that's how the heart gets open. It's a journey. It's a journey, right? It's a journey to, to, to open the heart. Big time journey. But with this map, we begin this journey and it's right there on that page. So when you get your map, come back to journey.tv and on that page, you can see there's a whole explanation of how to read this map. There's charts, there's a video, there's another podcast, there's links, there's resources to uh, uh, more stuff from the jinkies. There's, uh, there's, we have over you know 600 episodes that talk about this map. There's an index there that says where to find every part of the map. The green part, the blue part, the red part. And uh, when we start talking about the jinkies, we start talking about it in episode 400. And all of that stuff is there. This is a profound work. This is not a 20-minute YouTube video that's going to change your life. Nothing can change your life but you. And and this podcast, what I'm doing, I'm not a teacher of anything. I, I don't know what you need. Right, this is my daily contemplation. I'm a student of the great work and I'm, I'm getting my own download as I am focusing of the, on this stuff and reading it. I'm reading this book. I'm getting my own download. I'm putting it on podcast format. This is what works for me. And uh, it also helps people find about this stuff. But it's really about you picking it up. And, 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 and understanding it, what does it mean to you? It has to do with responsibility. Responsibility for our own darkness. There is nothing wrong with that. This is what has made us weak, that we've been trying to be better people for so long and we can never be better. That is a trap. We are not here to become better people. We are here to learn to love ourselves just the way we are. And to express ourselves at a higher octave. Because we are now evolving. We're moving away from the... As we move from the Cro-Magnon and the Homo sapiens into the Homo erectus, right? Into the... Uh, I'm sorry, from the Cro-Magnon or the Homo erectus to the Homo sapiens. Now we're moving from the Homo sapiens, from the mind, from the personality, into the Homo sanctus. Full integration of all the modules of this magnificent bio-machine we're riding in this reality. But the key here, and this is what people that are trying to um, um, master this 
don't fully, a lot of people, especially the mental people, they don't understand that the key is the abstract. The key is love. The key is the female polarity, the bringing that balance to 50-50%. That is the key. Without that, we don't have access to the abstract. And without the abstract, we cannot operate the bio machine at a higher f- reality. This is where we're going. This is our destiny to properly operate the bio machine. And what I mean by that is activate all of the DNA, activate all of the capacity of the brain, activate all of our nervous system, and then uh, really start having our experience on the seven bodies, not just on one. This is, but we can't handle that because we don't have the energy to, to look into that and because our, our energy is sequestered in the unconscious. So all of that information to, you know, to get started on these journeys on that page. If you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, Pearl Planet, uh, TV, and, uh, and me, uh, you can click on the About tab also on that black menu at the bottom of the, of the website. And uh, you can listen to episode one. Number one here, heal ourselves. That's our goal, to love ourselves, to, to become true pe- people of true knowledge, with, which is experience, not philosophy. And, and number two, once that happens, because now the love of God is flowing through you, now it wants to reach out. And where is he going to go? The light goes where the darkness is. That's its place. That's its home. Because once the light reaches the darkness, there is no longer darkness. There is just home. There is just light. And so as, as we allow that light to flow through our hearts, we become a vessel. And that light goes into our family, into our relationships, into our friends, into our community. And it wants to reach further and further. And we want to know. This is what knowledge is. To know, to be in knowledge is means to be enlightened, to be in the light of. That's what knowledge means. That's what enlightened means. Enlightenment means to know, to have knowledge. And so uh, we need to know what's going on, what's going on with ourselves, what's going on in the world right now. Because at this very specific moment, we're going through a transition into a new state of consciousness, what's been called Christ consciousness. And we can't go there if we don't know where there is. And in order for us to know where there is, we need to know where we are. And we are not where they, where the world tells us that we are. Uh, well, you know, those of us who know, now we know where, but most people out there in the world, they believe that they know what the world is, but they don't. The world is an illusion, it's a facade, it's a, it's a matrix system. And I'm not talking about the natural world and the Gaia. I'm talking about the, the, you know, the world as, as, a, as a construct, governments, economics, you know, uh, uh, all the business systems, education systems. Or every, every system in this reality is based on a lie. And that lie is that we are not good enough and that we are not worthy of love. And, and if you dig deep into anything in this reality, anything built by the shadow, you will always find that at the very core of the foundation of anything. And this is the world we're living behind. 
We're not here to change it or to fight it. We're here to recognize it, becoming aware of, just like we become aware of our unconscious, reclaim our power for it because our power is our attention. When we reclaim our attention, we reclaim our power. And so now the attention is what sustains everything. Without attention, nothing can live. We remove our attention and now it's our attention. And now we can put it on a completely new reality. And now we're building a new reality because that attention, now it has knowledge, the knowledge of love. And with that love, we can move into a new reality. We can be inspired from within to move in a certain direction. It is not, the future is not about what we do. It's about who we are. It's about a, a, a network of love, a network of interconnected electromagnetic fields that are open. Just like an internet, when you get the signal to one computer and that computer is closed, it needs to have another routing to go to another computer hub. And the more, you know, those that are closed, they are not going to be receiving and transmitting the signal from those hubs because they're closed. They're separate. They're not, they don't have access to the internet. They don't have access to information. But when your heart is open and we realize that we are these hubs, we as individuals, as we awaken and open our hearts, we are these hubs. The love, the divine light of creation flows through our heart, connects with another heart. We are creating a network of heart. And this is the future. And after that, obviously, you, you, you hear your, your natural inspiration, what you love, and you go do it, and then that will build whatever needs to get built. But all of that is secondary. That is, that will happen, you know, you don't start through that, oh, we're going to make this organization, oh, we're going to make this building, oh, we're going to make this, change this. No, you don't start with that. The most important is the heart. The only thing that matters is the heart, the connection to the source. Out of that organically, uh, synchronicity builds and puts things together. It's incredibly beautiful. Um, and sometimes you have a call to go somewhere and you think that it's for a reason or for a person or for something. And then, and then you find out that it's not that. And then, and then, but you're there and then another door op opens up. And it's leading you somewhere else, but you have to get there first. This is the mystery. This is the abstract. This is the real life. And this is what we're, going, we're creating. That's our, our objective here. So in the bottom of that about page, there's a, um, a resources section that explains what's been going on in the last three years. How are we moving through this transition? And it's about learning to differentiate the truth from lies. And in order for us to do that, we need to listen with our heart with the intuition, with the entire body. We need to learn to listen to reality with your electromagnetic field. Your God, if you want to call it, right? You know, when you learn to feel stuff like this, feels like bullshit or this feels good. Oh, the vibe is weird here. How does this feel? Because now the power of marketing and propaganda has reached a level that has become like it's mind control now. It's called mass formation psychosis. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's pervasive. It's, it's really, uh, really hitting, particularly the people that think they're very intelligent and educated. And it's sad. 
But uh, it's happening. It's out there. It's going on. So this is our job. No matter what all of the world is going on, whatever they're happening, we are building the future by, by, by learning this stuff, by becoming this stuff. And we, we have our timeline. Nothing can stop this timeline. This is the future of humanity. Because the um, artificial intelligence uh, cyborg uh, genetically modified, you know, timeline of people that think they can understand life with their minds, uh, it's, uh, it's self-destructive. There is no future is sterile. They're literally sterile. There's no going to be um, a future for that, for that timeline. They're, they're, they're going to die. That's, that's, their, that's their future. And ultimately, the soul never dies, you know. They'll return and it's going to have to, you know, come back to a different timeline. I'm not very well versed on what happens in those situations, but I understand what is the future of spirit. What is the future of our civilization when we surrender to spirit? That's better said, right? So let's dive into this 39th gift of dynamism, right? The pressure of creativity. As you activate the higher frequency of this jinky, you begin to have a notion of the nature of the energy that drives children. Children seem to have endless energy that just crackles in every air around them. Many parents are literally dumbfounded by how active children are every moment they are awake. This is the new, this is the raw energy of the 39th gift, the gift of dynamism. This is, this, you know what it is? The heart is open because the, the child comes here with a full open heart. The divine light of creation is flowing straight from that heart. And the singing of the direction of life, it's wide and loud. And the child, they, they're, they're on automatic. There is no doubt. There is no judgment. There, is, there are no labels. There's just the, the drive. And the drive is to have fun. This is the greatest lessons that we can learn from children. The drive is to have fun. If at some point they fall and they hurt and they start crying, ah, and then they get distracted by a butterfly and off they go again. This is honesty. If they don't can't get something, they might get angry and beat the, the wall. Ah. That's the expression. This is a raw energy, pure innocence right but it, at, at the moment it shifts it goes back into into um in, into the heart and obviously the child comes with the pre-programming and the dna to deal with a certain specific layers of of challenge that we've accrued through all our lifetimes but uh, but the, the main core point of contemplation here is the energy this dynamism, this, this, this raw power, right? What is it? It's God. It's the, 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 the drive forward, the natural listening to, to who we truly are, right? Uh, so as we make the transition from child to adult, and adult, I will say quotes, because what we really become is just old children. <laughs> and... Our personal and cultural conditioning gradually takes over. We also experience a decline in our natural dynamism. And that is because we're becoming, uh, we're, we're gradually being broken like horses. 
into fitting within this matrix of lies and control. And, and, and it's, not, it's not happy. It's not a happy reality. But that is what happens to all of us. Because, you know, we're surrounded by nincompoops. When we're children, everybody here, nobody knows why they're here. They're struggling. Everybody's struggling with everything. They have lost that zest for life because we lack information. We lack the, pro- we lack the proper education to truly understand what life is about. We learn a bunch of stupid things that are meant to make us obedient slaves for a matrix system to be cogs in a machine so that we can produce stupidity. Useless stuff. The only thing that's valuable in this world is love. It's our relationships. It's our experiences. It's not any of these constructs of the matrix. We have, there are so many more, more advanced ways of living. Technologies already available to have everything, you know, and, and have a completely different life. And we will unfold this, this reality. We are unfolding it right now because we know the truth now. But, uh, you know, we're still on, we're still on, this is, we're pioneers of a new reality. This is very exciting time, right? Um, so by the end of by the age of seven years old, most of our of our inherent patterns are already set in stone, and I would disagree with uh, with that because I think that that's what happens when you're living in a city or you're you're being part of of a culture that has strict beliefs on what reality is. Uh, I think that most important is really. Um, by that time, living in the matrix, you will be broken to a certain degree. Not completely, because they break you by 21, right? But you will, the first part of the breaking will be done like a wild horse. But if instead of that, we would be trained by, you know, raised by sorcerers, right? Or by, you know, by shaman, true people of knowledge raised by nature, Right by that age, we would be multidimensional weavers, not with full skill, but with full understanding of the true nature of life, and that's where we're going. That's our destiny. That's our future. Right. Um, so it's therefore essential that children be given enormous amounts of time and space within their first seven years, as their natural dynamism needs to flow in an in an unintended manner. I totally agree with that and double, triple, quadruple, exponential. I believe we should be raised by nature. In nature, like cities should stop, should be, uh, they shouldn't exist. If we have cities, should be something like, you know, lots of nature with cities. Yes, we, we would have, you know, a different kind of architecture for our houses that, you know, have no 90 degree angles and, and you know, uh, maybe kind of like the idea of this when you get to this part on the Lord of the Rings and there's a forest and these this elves live in this forest, this ancient forest. So they have their, 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 their living in the, in the, on the trees, right? I'm not saying exactly like that, but that kind of connection with nature, this is what we need in our civilization. We do not need cities. Cities are, um, they are made to 
um, contain large amounts of people so they can be uh, uh, indoctrinated easily and broadcasted with a signal that maintains them at a low frequency so that they can be controlled and used. That's what cities are for. Uh, and then, you know, obviously integrated into the matrix system, whatever that is. So that's what I'm seeing. So, yeah, absolutely. Lots of times and space, as much space as possible, fields and mountains and forests and rivers and more older children to play with and, and adults also that are supervising, right? Because, you know, a children is still, you know, they're, they're a little bit of, they're, they're starting their journey. They're the fool. You know, they're going to throw themselves off the cliff because they're running and then they're going to be getting eaten by a coyote or something. I mean, that thing would happen. But you have, you, know, you have the parents there. You have the, the guides to, to properly help raise these children. Um, so, of course, children need boundaries, right? He's, he's, he's addressing it. But primarily in their first seven years, all they really need to do is play. That's it. And not only that, the play needs to be uh, evolved. Like we as adults, adults in quotes, right? We need to have that same play, but now focused. Uh, you know, it's, it's now not just play, but now we're building buildings. Now we're making technology. Now we're writing books. Now we're, you know, building stuff, you know, communities. And it's the same concept, the same energy. What it is, the obstacle comes from. From nature, from reality, from society, from wherever it comes. And instead of, of us taking that as a provocation, right, as the shadow, and, and, and become trapped or become provocative, you know, and re react to it. We take it as a piece of puzzle. And now we are creative. We are solving a puzzle. We're playing a game. So that original wild playing of the child from the first seven years transforms into this wonderful uh, ability to um, solve puzzles as an adult and, and solve problems, if you want to call it, but still with that same attitude of playing. So play is dynamism ex exemplified. That's what it is, the energy. You have the energy to play. It is the unbridled expression of the basic energy of life. Absolutely. Sadly, in many cultures, mostly Western, children are sent to school at some point within their first seven years, and their natural seven-year cycle of unstructured play is interrupted because the parents need to go work and they don't have anybody to leave the kids with, and so they're taking them to the daycare, and the daycare it's already putting them in boxes. Yes, it's still play, but not really. So and it's a city, so it's nasty, and so it's like it's a mess. It's a mess. We need to, we we need to really move our attention and start building this thing and let all of this crap collapse because it's crap. So um, this early emphasis, um, uh, on mental learning. Yes, this. Early, early and all at all times, early emphasis on mental learning interferes with the child's basic genetic need to express its dynamism through its body rather than through its mind. The um, 
when you look at your hologenetic profile, the sphere of the SQ is those first seven years of the journey of the child. It's it's embodying, it's landing. The soul is 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 so happy to have a body that it wants to touch stuff and play, right? So it's all about really those seven years is about properly landing on the body. And if we don't let them land properly, and now we immediately we're moving them into the mind because that, that happens from 14 to 21. That happens later. Once we have the mind, then we have to have the connection to our emotional body. That's from A to 14, right? And then from 15 to 21 is when the, now we have our body, we have our emotional connection. Now we can go into the mind and learn how to operate the bio computer, the personality properly. And we, because we don't know how to do that, we ended up being run by the personality. Because the personality gets instilled from seven years old, right? And that's why we have problems, all of the problems of our civilization. Not all of them, you know, because everything comes from that. I'm not good enough, but... Uh, but this is more ramifications of the same problem. Um, so one of the reasons for modern society's insistence on early learning is our misunderstanding of the difference between information and genius, right? Data. We are being bombarded by data. This is not knowledge. Knowledge is experience of the data, Right. Once we have experience, we have knowledge. That doesn't mean we have genius. Genius comes directly from the abstract. It's very different. Right. We do we, when we allow ourselves to connect with our genius, and we are having experiences. Now we can gain wisdom. That's a whole other level of reality. So there is a collective belief that genius is something of a freak occurrence that is somehow not the norm. But it's, this is a, a lie. The problem is that is that kind of like that joke, you know, like you can't judge a fish for its ability to climb a tree. You know, you got all the all the animals sitting down and say, we're going to make them all equal, right? Everybody, you got the elephant, you got the fish, you got the monkey, you got the dog, you got the, uh, you know, a seal, and now, who can, you know, everybody's going to be judged by the same standard. you got to climb that tree. And the one who's going to win is the monkey, but the fish cannot even get out of the fishbowl. It's, it's, we are doing the wrong thing in accordance to our heart. We are putting boxes to fit within pre-established molds of reality that that serve the system so that we can become cogs in a system that churns Shit, where we have come here with a completely different template of a completely different abstract purpose that doesn't exist. Every single one of us, the, the, the new now, the next now cannot be controlled because it's free. And so every child comes with that. You cannot put them in boxes. They're divine beings with stuff that we don't even know what it is. Our job is to allow as parents, right, as, as, as adults in quotes, allow that to unfold, to, to nurture it, to protect it, to, to inspire it, to, you know, hold it together. Just like a kid learning how to ride a bicycle without training wheels, you know, until they can actually get it. That's love right there. 
That's love. That's that's our job. We're, we're not here to tell them what they're going to be doing, but that's what this civilization does. Oh, but we have too many choices. We have like engineering and science. And blah, 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 blah. No, you have curriculums. And then those curriculums tell people what they're supposed to, to know. And it's all bullshit. Because at the end of the day, all of our physics and science, except maybe math, it's all corrupted and co-opted. And the true real science is being withheld. But all of that's coming to an end. We're getting down to the good, to the good stuff. But anyway, um, I regress, I digress. Right? Let's 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 get back to this. Um, so there is also collective belief that genius has to do with information rather than intelligence. But true intelligence has nothing to do with the personality, with the mind, with the biocomputer, with the brain. Even though it can manifest through the mind, which the mind is the thinking of the brain, right? Genius is simply the fruit of a natural intelligence that has not been interfered with. Check that out. I'm going to read that one again. Genius is the fruit of a natural intelligence. Is the consequence of a nat- natural intelligence that has not been interfered with. When we allow the natural inner drive, that's when I say natural inner drive, the singing of your heart, that is the abstract, God flowing through us into, into our reality, right? That's, that's what happens. And so when we allow that, everything changes, right? And so um, this, is, this is what we're here. This is our genius, right? And... Uh, and so this is this is this is what childs are 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 born with. So um, whereas um, data and information and philosophy can be forced, genius needs to be given a great deal of time and space to develop organically. It needs love, and love is like a plant. You you cannot force a plant to grow. It grows at its own speed, right? And. Um, so the first seven years of a child's life is the natural seeding time of their later genius, right? That's where it's going. This is where the seed is planted on the earth that it's going to manifest as the child grows. No matter how good or bad your upbringing may have been, all conditioning can be reversed. However, this deconditioning usually involves a journey of awakening in which you have to raise your own frequency back to its original state. We got to come back to children, how the heart of the children operates. When this occurs, your natural dynamism returns and it returns as creativity. We become again that creative, but now we have even more experience to draw more ideas, to connect and then draw from the abstract and utilize our experience and become even more creative. The same energy that is the play for the young child matures into creativity and genius in adults. One of the simplest and quickest ways to raise our frequency is to do what we love in life. This is the way, the way of the future, the easiest. Listen to your heart. Listen to your excitement. Listen to the singing of your heart. Right? If you do what you truly love, you will unleash your creative dynamism. And, it, and the more creative you are, the more energy becomes available to you. The, more you. the more you express this, the more you spend this energy, the more energy you will have. 
right? This is the simple equation that is missed by so many people. As with each of the gene keys that are part of this codon ring, the codon ring of seeking, the 39th gift creates enormous pressure in the individual and their immediate environment. It is the pressure that gives rise to such creativity. This provocation, this is the pressure. We are, we are full with life doing, right? But we have the energy, the heart is open, and there is, a, there is an input of that creativity because it's coming from God directly. We're channeling. And we can't help but move and express, right? This codon ring of seeking is the 15, the 39, the 52, the 58, the 54, and the 53. And we've only really looked into the 15th, the, um, the shadow of dullness, the, um, the gift of magnetism, and the, uh, the city of fluorescence, right? And... Uh, so, but this is this is how this is how we start moving forward. We start allowing ourselves to return to who we truly are, which is that purity of that expression of play. When we realize we're here to play, not to fucking struggle, everything changes. So we've reached the end of the episode today. Tomorrow we're going to dive, dive into part two of this jinky of dynamism, this gift of dynamism. Uh, podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. When you go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv at the bottom nav, you will see the about tab. You can find your, our social media there. When you click on the pioneers link, those are the pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are um, beautiful people from all walks of life. We have sessions with them. And uh, they're telling us their story from their own life. How did they found uh, the exit from their darkness and how they found love and how they're bringing it, their unique gift that they found and now how they're giving it to the world. These interviews and sessions are also on video, not just on audio, and you can find them right there and on Rumble. And if you're going through your own dark night of the soul, your face of the pain and the suffering of awakening to the truth and to realizing what's happening in the world, uh, you, you, it doesn't have to, you don't, you don't have to suffer alone on that one for a long time, years or decades. It's just a matter of changing one, one habit. And if, if, if there's, we have a very specific coaching program where we help people change that one habit that can get them through in the time that it change, that it takes to change a neural network. So if you want to learn more about that, click at the bottom right corner of Jorn.tv on that support button, and I'll take you to a page where you can learn more about that. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast, and I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.